Hi, you're listening to New Week number 110. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology, and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos, and images in this installment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web. See a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to www.newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Greetings from London. We've just seen seven days containing plenty of fuel for the New World Same Humans fire. This week, a UK-based startup released an amazingly good AI text-to-voice tool until all hell breaks loose and they promptly unrelease it. Meanwhile, new research suggests 1.5 degrees of global heating is coming sooner than we thought, and DHL turned to Boston Dynamics to solve their labour shortage woes. Let's get started. Voice control. This week, further glimpses into the Hall of Mirrors taking shape around us via generative AI. UK-based voice technology startup Eleven Labs launched a new text-to-speech model that generates eerily pitch-perfect human-sounding voices. I'm going to play you a quick snippet of an Eleven Labs voice reading from The Great Gatsby. Here we go. I hope that you can hear this. It's not going to be super clear, but I hope it gives you a taste. The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Chapter 1. In my younger and more vulnerable years, my father gave me some advice that I've been turning over in my mind ever since. Whenever you feel like criticizing anyone, he told me, just remember that all the people in this world haven't had the advantages Okay, I hope you could hear that. Now, look, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and to my ear, the voice there reading Gatsby sounds indistinguishable from those of the handful of actors, male, American, blessed with a soothing voice, who narrate most of those audiobooks. And what's more, this tool allows anyone to create a highly convincing voice clone in seconds simply by uploading a few short clips of the voice they want to recreate. And that's what caused the trouble this week, because within days of launch, people had used this tool for all kinds of mischief, including using a voice clone of actress Emma Watson to read passages from Mein Kampf, and sending a cloned Ben Shapiro on a racist rant about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Much of this content was shared on the infamous trolls paradise that is 4chan. So three days after launch, Eleven Labs withdrew free access to the tool, and they're now restricting access to the build-your-own-clone feature to paid users, and they say they're working on a tool that will allow for the near-instant detection of AI-generated voices. That announcement echoed one made this week by the big player in generative AI, I mean, of course, OpenAI, who published a tweet that said, we're developing a new tool to help distinguish between AI-written and human-written text. OpenAI's new tool, 
will allow users to identify text generated by a generative model, including text generated by GPT-3. This week, OpenAI announced that ChatGPT hit 100 million users just two months after launch. The vast popularity of the tool has led to speculation that the internet is about to be hit by a tsunami of AI-generated junk content and disinformation. Here's the New World Same Humans take. The Eleven Labs story is a signal of the potent difference between really good and perfect when it comes to generated or deepfake content. Just a few months ago, publicly available text-to-voice tools were generating voices that sounded good but a little bit robotic. Eleven Labs elevated fidelity to perfect. Cue the spectre of a million convincing celebrity-says-hateful-things fakes. No wonder, then, that AI detection tools are about to become big business. Right now, these tools are in their infancy. Pretty soon, internet browsers will come with AI detection as standard. The broader message here? New forms of generated content, including voice clones, are about to transform media and entertainment. Back in New Week number 100, I wrote on how an AI will now voice Darth Vader in Disney's Obi-Wan Kenobi series. This week brought news that AI startup Metaphysic, best known for their viral Tom Cruise deepfakes, will deploy their technology to make Tom Hanks appear younger in his next film. How long before Hollywood uses AI to reincarnate a much-loved star who is no longer with us. But it won't only be Hollywood and media giants that leverage generated media. New tools will mean new creative possibilities for all of us. One glimpse this week, check out this person, and there's a link in the email, who automated the creation of a personalised podcast. He uses ChatGPT to collect and summarise news stories on topics of interest to him, and then 11 labs to read out the summaries using a clone of his own voice. Only adapt. Research published this week argues that we're going to exceed the 1.5 degrees global warming target far sooner than most people believe. Produced by scientists at Stanford University, the study used AI to analyse recent temperature changes around the world, and it concluded that we'll exceed 1.5 degrees sometime in the early 2030s, no matter what happens to greenhouse gas emissions in the intervening period. Perhaps more alarming, though, is the paper's prediction when it comes to 2 degrees of warming. Here, the model found that if reaching net zero emissions takes another 50 years, then it's likely that 2 degrees will be exceeded. This runs counter to the mainstream view, which was recently expressed by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, that will stay below 2 degrees if we can reach net zero by 2080. Lead researcher Noah Diffenbauer pretty much summed it up when he said, Net zero pledges are often framed around achieving the Paris Agreement goal of 1.5 degrees. Our results suggest that those ambitious pledges might be needed to avoid two degrees. Here's my take. It's been said before in this newsletter quite a few times, the 1.5 degrees target 
if we are honest, is toast. We're already at 1.1 degrees and the pledges that were meant to keep us below 1.5 are not being met. Now comes news via this AI analysis that those pledges probably won't keep us below 1.5 degrees anyway. So the answer here, insofar as there is one, it's got to be about adaptation. This week also saw a report from the UK's Climate Change Committee, which advises the government on warming, that the UK is chronically underspending when it comes to adaptation. It said investment of £10 billion a year is needed to prepare for the uptick in storms, floods and heat waves that is coming. Also see mounting evidence for the effectiveness of direct cash transfers to poorer countries to help them adapt quickly to an imminent storm or flood. In short, we need to continue our attempts to mitigate future climate change while also doing more to adapt to the change that's already unavoidable. That presents multiple challenges, but one is a challenge of collective psychology. Can we accept that things are already quite bad without giving up on our attempts to stop them getting even worse? GoBot Robots are coming to a workplace near you and this week saw glimpses of what is ahead. Logistics giant DHL announced that they're now using the Boston Dynamics robot known as Stretch to unload trucks at one of their warehouse sites. The announcement on one level is no surprise. DHL contributed to the conception and testing of Stretch and in 2022 they became the first commercial customer for that robot. Because it involves lifting variable weights and navigating complex environments, the unloading of boxes from trucks is still typically undertaken by human workers. Stretch can unload around 350 boxes an hour or one every 12 seconds. That's far faster than a human. And in the email, you can see a video of Stretch at work at a DHL site. DHL say they've been dealing with a pandemic-induced labour shortage in recent years, combined with an ongoing surge in the sending of small packages caused by online shopping. The company plans to install stretch robots at further sites around the US soon. But DHL's Global Digital Transformation Officer for Supply Chain, Sally Miller, says DHL warehouse workers have nothing to fear. The advent of robotics, she says, will simply make their job easier and more fun. People who used to unload trucks, and I quote, can do something else that is less labour-intensive and more enjoyable and value-added. Here's the New World Same Humans take. Who knows whether DHL Sally Miller really believes what she's saying? And sure, the story of worker displacement here is more complex than simply robots in, humans out. After all, some people will be needed to tend to all those machines. But let's be real. The advent of Stretch and similar robots isn't going to bring about a renaissance of creativity and value-add for warehouse workers. It's going to see people shunted out of jobs. A lot of people. DHL supply chain employs around 165,000 people, many of them in warehouses. But that's just the start. 
Back in New Week number 88 last year, I wrote on the speed at which Amazon is deploying robots. This week, star technology investor Kathy Wood, who's the CEO of Arc Invest, predicted the retail giant will have more robots than humans in its warehouses by 2030. Amazon employs around 1.6 million people worldwide, most in its warehouse and distribution network. Wood reckons the company is adding 1,000 robots a day. The upshot? The dynamics of the labour market are about to be upturned by AI and robotics. There's no getting around it. Big corporations don't want to admit this, and politicians don't really want to talk about the implications. But a reordering is ahead, and we'll need new social and economic settlements to deal with it. Also this week, a member of the US Senate Intelligence Committee called on Apple and Google to ban TikTok from their app stores. Colorado Democratic Senator Michael Bennett said Chinese oversight of the service makes it an unacceptable threat to the national security of the United States. Amid mounting calls for action, the TikTok CEO will testify before the US Congress this month. Energy firm Shell have been dramatically overstating their spending on renewable energy. Activist group Global Witness says a division of the company called Renewables and Energy Solutions spends most of the money diverted to it on gas. Shell this week announced record profits of £33.1 billion for 2021. Netflix used generative AI to create backdrops for a new animated short. Dog and Boy is a three-minute animated film about a boy and his robot. Netflix cited labour shortages to explain its decision to use AI-generated artwork. A leading anti-aging scientist says he believes the first person to live to 150 has already been born. David Sinclair is the scientist behind the information theory of ageing and you may remember his name from last week's instalment where I wrote about an experimental breakthrough in his work. A Twitch user has created an AI-generated version of Seinfeld intended to stream continuously and forever. The show, which is called Nothing Forever, streams new content 24-7 with a script generated by GPT-3. And while it's not actually funny, it is weirdly compelling viewing. Chinese tech giant Baidu say they'll soon launch a chat GPT-style chatbot of their own. The company say they'll incorporate the technology into their search engine. A Dutch hacker acquired and tried to sell the personal data of nearly every Austrian citizen. Austrian police say the hacker obtained the full name, address and date of birth of almost all of the country's 9.1 million citizens before offering the database for sale in an online forum. SETI is using AI to search for aliens and it says it has some promising leads. A SETI research team are using AI to comb through a vast number of radio signals collected by the Green Bank Telescope in West Virginia. They say they've so far identified eight signals that suggest an intelligent origin and point to AI analysis as a new and highly effective tool in the search for life beyond Earth. 
Humans of Earth. Here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.014 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.797. The global population vaccinated against COVID stands at 63.8%. The 2023 progress bar stands at 9%. And on this day, the 3rd of February 1913, the 16th Amendment to the United States Constitution is ratified. It allows the federal government to impose and collect an income tax. Hear me now. Thanks for listening this week. In 1985, the media theorist Neil Postman published Amusing Ourselves to Death. Entertainment, he said, was becoming the lens via which citizens of the West make sense of the world around them and their own lives. Now the republic of entertainment that Postman foresaw is set to be transformed by AI-generated content, which will propel us even deeper into the realms of the representation as real or the hyper-real, if only Postman was still around to tell us what he'd make of that. This newsletter will keep up its own attempts to make sense of it all, and there's one thing you can do to help, and that's share. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd enjoy it, or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. All you have to do is navigate back to the email where this podcast is embedded and hit the big red share button. I will be back next week. Until then, be well. 